This is episode 159 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. Today, I'm going to give you 11 hope-filled questions that you can use that are solution-focused that will help you find solutions rather than getting fixated on fear. And we're going to talk about why that is so very important, not only for us, but for our families. We're going to discuss that in just a moment. But first, I want to invite you to hop over to Amazon and check out 30 Days to Higher Hopes, my latest writing book. And I am proud to endorse the problem-solving mats that you can get over at thinkingmats.com. And at checkout, all you have to do is put in Focused Mindset, and you will get a 10% discount. Christina Torres is the owner of thinkingmats.com, and she's developed problem-solving mats that's absolutely been a game-changer for me in my counseling practice. It's a self-directed social and emotional tool that helps free up myself as a counselor. It frees up teachers, parents, because it helps kids respect the process of problem solving. It turns problems into teachable moments and allows kids to handle their problem in real time on their own. Put focused mindset at checkout. And if you want to hear Christina Torres talk about it for yourself, I interviewed her back on episode one. Welcome to the Focused Mindset Podcast. This is the one and only podcast where you can figure out how to sort out your life using the solution-focused approach. You may have heard about it in counseling, but guess what? You can have a mindset that's full of solutions rather than filled up with all of the problems that try and overwhelm us. I'm Cher Kretz. I am a solution-focused life coach and I'm a school counselor. Here, we discuss how you can be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Jump over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com to learn more about our products and services. Hello, thank you for joining us here at the Focused Mindset Podcast. I am so excited to bring you 11 questions that all have to do with hope that you can use to help your conversations be richer, more inviting, more impactful, and you can also use these same questions when you're journaling. You know that I talk a lot about the power of hope. In this world, it feels like hopelessness can engulf us so quickly. Not long ago, I was in Vegas watching my daughter play volleyball. And at one moment, I sat in this loud auditorium full to the brim of people playing volleyball. And I thought each one of these parents are instilling hope into their child's life every single day. But many parents, if you're like me, sometimes accidentally put fear into your children instead of hope. There's such a drastic difference between the two. It's almost as if hope and fear cannot live in the same place at the same time. Because the moment that we begin to lean on fear, all of our hope goes out the window. This can be in the middle of a volleyball game, when we have hope to win when we first start, something goes wrong, that 
fear begins to get inside your mind. And as we know, it's a mental game more than anything else in any sport that we play. And that fear overrides the hope. And some people with the best skills that they've practiced and they have everything completely down pat can lose everything they've worked hard for when that hope turns to fear. Think about that in our own life. So many times our fear talk begins to lead us. We don't even realize before we know it, we're thinking about all the things that could go wrong and all of the things that we're most worried about. And conversations are different when you're leading with fear than with hope. So over the last what has it been four or five weeks now, I've been talking to you guys about seven solution focused questions that you can use in conversations and in journaling. And I took my 35 top questions and highlighted each and every one that talks about hope. It ended up being 11 questions. And so I'm going to read each one of them for you in this podcast. My hope is that you'll return back to this podcast when you do need that empowering conversation with either your spouse, your loved one, your child, or anybody that comes in contact with you. And you need to be able to direct that conversation from a place of fear to a place of hope. I give away these 35 solution-focused questions on my website, thefocusedmindset.com. And you can also find them in my latest journal that's on Amazon, 30 Days to Higher Hopes. It's more like an interactive writing book. I write to you and then I leave all kinds of open space for you to answer questions, write, and be the author of your own life. And I want to let you know that before we go into the questions, because um, as most of you know, I'm a school counselor and I focus on the solution-focused approach. I'm also a life coach, and in each and every one of my sessions, I do the same. Why? Because over my 20 years of experience, I've used uh, these same exact practices to get through the challenges in my life, to help people get through the challenges in their life, and to come out stronger. And I know that you can do the same. I know that you can change your fear talk into hope talk so you can live your life um, through the lens of hope with your highest hopes in mind. And with this journal and with the prompts that I'm going to be giving you soon, you will be able to gather your thoughts, write down a plan that falls in line with your values, and then take action towards success. Each and every day, we can take action, take steps forward. But really taking action is very challenging without hope. So here we go. I have 11 questions. Question one is, what are my best hopes for this chapter of my life? I sat down with a student the other day and they were going in circles and circles and circles about how their life was in fifth grade. Now they're in sixth grade. And if you're listening to this in real time, you know that we're uh, more than halfway through this school year. So I needed to bring this student into their current chapter of their life. Sometimes we're living in an old chapter, a past chapter. And I sat down with him and I said, well, what are your best hopes for this chapter of your life? 
And with this boy being an avid reader, he said, well, I'm, I just can't stop thinking about my last chapter. He, orig- he knew exactly where I was going with this. And he kept talking about the problems he had in fifth grade. I asked this question two more times before he finally sat and he began to tell me his hopes, his current hopes. He said, at the beginning of this school year, I was really hopeful that things were going to go well. He said, I expected things to fall in line that the teachers were going to like me. I was going to like them. I was going to get good grades. And I still kind of wish that I had that. Now we were getting somewhere. Now we found what he is hoping for. We were able to tap into what he began the school year thinking about so we could bring him up to speed with where he needs to be rather than living in the fears or in this case, uh, his memory of mm, what he considered to be a horrible time in his prior year. I think that this first question is a great one for us to ask ourselves. In the morning, before we go to bed, remind ourselves, what is my best hopes for this chapter of my life? So with that very first question in mind, I invite you to consider the current chapter that you're in and also plan for the future chapter that you're moving into. I'm going to read the additional 10 questions. And then at the end, I'm going to have a few words to sum it all up. What is the most hopeful version of myself? When a hopeless thought happens, what will I think instead? When did I see evidence of hope in the world around me today? What evidence can I find that proves that I am getting closer to my best hopes? When the most hopeful version of myself showed up, what was I doing? What or who is helping me move forward towards my best hopes? What can I do to help others feel more hope today? What thoughts have brought me closer to my highest hopes? What brings me closest to hope? When hope is leading my life, what difference does it make? Each and every one of these questions are great for you, and then they can be reworded just slightly to have a conversation starter. I do it a lot of times in the car. I find that my daughter and I are just sitting. I'll ask her to take out her headphones, if that's what's happening, and I'll just ask her one of these questions. I'll just say, what can I do to help you feel more hopeful today? And Sometimes she'll kind of, you know, slightly roll her eyes, but then she'll talk to me about it because the honest truth is our loved ones want to feel like you care about them, like you're interested in their life. 
I think that conversations are more important than we ever imagined. Today in a world where so many of us are um, putting our headphones in and zoning out on our phone and uh, a family many times will all be in the same room, but they're all in their own device, in their own little world, in their own head. And it's up to you to bring up a conversation. It's up to you to ask questions that are solution focused. When this happens, you'll be amazed at how uh, you'll be reminded of how important it is to connect in that type of way. Just because we're sitting in the same room does not mean that we're building a connection. You see, the same solution-focused approach that I use in counseling can and should be used in conversations outside of counseling in everyday interaction. Doing this will help all of us have conversations that are empowering and create connections that really last. And in doing so, it's also going to cure you from having self-centered conversation because instead of uh, saying what you think and what you want to happen and what your idea is, it helps you to identify the aspirations of the other person, their unique individuality and their ability to find solutions to any problem that they're having. This happens when we ask questions and we listen longer. The concept of listening and then listening longer is something that when you embrace it, it's magical. It's hard to do, but I wonder if you could practice it today. You could practice it by using one of these questions. And like I did with the student that I worked with, I asked that question with a little bit different emphasis three different types of ways. I didn't let him cop out and continue on his problem talk. I encouraged him to move into this current chapter of his life and discuss with me what his best hopes are. Your child, your loved one, your sister, your brother, the people that you impact, they do have hopes hidden in their heart. When you help that come to the surface, you're going to be amazed at the bond that the two of you have created because they've been able to feel comfortable enough with you to share what's on their heart. And you know what? If they really aren't ready to share, it's not something that you can force. But even just bringing up a question that they've never heard can spark their thoughts in a completely different way. It might be when they're sitting at lunch or uh, during their practice that they remember your words and they begin to consider hope in a brand new way because of the question that you brought into their life. We don't want to force conversation, but we want to do the things that are going to give us the most likelihood of having the most enriching and deep conversation so we can build connection. So as you move forward today, don't forget to reach out and let me know how this goes. I love to hear from you. You can get a hold of me at share at thefocusedmindset.com and you can hop on my website and there's also a contact me page there as well. Don't forget to pick up your copy of 30 Days to Higher Hopes if you've been looking for a way to unlock the hope that you have hidden in your heart. You can also use this book to 
go over it with a friend, with with somebody who can use it to make sure that you are implanting the type of wisdom into your kids that's grounded in a hopeful future, a hopeful mindset, and really just overall being focused on solutions rather than the fear talk that tries to swallow us up. I cannot wait for you guys to enter into the next chapter with me. I have some wonderful guests that are going to be coming on our show, talking about different ways of building up the hope in our life. And I also have some wonderful topics prepared for you. So if you haven't already, go ahead and follow the show. In most of their platforms, you're going to find the follow up in the right hand corner. It's a drop down. And then it will be like your favorite TV show. It'll always be on hand always be ready. And I can't wait to see you next week on the Focused Mindset Podcast. So until next time, live solution focused. Before you go, don't forget to check the show notes where I'm going to leave the links to my social media and the different places you can find me. And I want to invite you to be a part of my email community. It's absolutely free. And this year I'm doing so much writing and so much reflecting, and I want to send things directly to you. I send the special notes to my email community and you can email me right back. You have a direct line to ask me questions without any barriers of a website or anything. Check the show notes for that link or go to thefocusedmindset.com. And if you click on getting the journal prompts, you also automatically are able to be a part of my community. And if you're interested in supporting this program, there's three ways to do it. One, make sure you're following this program so it comes up as one of your favorites. Two, share it either on your social media or with someone you love straight to their email. And the third is to leave a review. And I love reading those. By supporting this program, we're helping people be solution-focused. See you next week.